0: That's
1: outstanding, like a farmer
0: in his feet. We are an ecosystem of things and ideas.
1: I could think of some more big words like portmanteau and soliloquy.
0: My middle name is innovation, and my other middle name is paradigm shift. Carry on,
1: James. Carry on.
0: We're going to serve up some juicy stories like a hot plate of pancakes.
1: Oh. All right, it's time for another edition of the Channel Futures podcast, Coffee with Craig and James. This guy right here is the editorial director of Channel Futures, Craig Galbraith. That guy right over there is our senior news editor. Mr. Anderson. Mr. James Anderson. James, how are you? Well, look who's back. Back again. <laughs> like the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I recognize that. That was uh, probably from your, when you were just a little, a little tyke. Uh, It's been so long ago with that Eminem reference, but uh, nice work there. Yeah, already it's been less than a week, right, Uh, since the release of our last podcast. We we just had so much to share that we're already back.
0: Oh, yeah, it is a content surge. And that little um, survey sketch off the top was was an ominous harbinger of things to come, Craig.
1: Ooh, ominous Ooh. indeed James we are going to catch up with Amy Bailey and Catherine Rose from the channel marketing Association here in just a bit uh we're going to be talking about a new salary survey so I see what you did there that they have out in the market everyone of course uh, James loves to see what everyone else is making don't we all Craig how, how much just between us Craig how much you making there <laughs> wish we- we weren't invited to take the survey, James, because uh, uh, they decided that those would actually skew the results down, uh, a little too much.
0: Hey, you know, yeah, we, we, we basically be like the East German judge always getting their scores thrown out at the Olympics, right?
1: Yeah. Now, if I recall, and this is another age reference with you, but you weren't born until like five years after the Berlin Wall came down. Right. So I trust you are relying on, on some of that excellent homeschooling uh, that you got that you mentioned in the last podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. We learned a lot about communism.
1: <laughs> and the Olympics. And the Olympics, those two. <laughs> so uh, we are neck deep here in prep for the Channel Partners Conference and Expo and MSP Summit, which are now just six weeks away. So hard to believe. Uh, of course, James, can't wait to see all of our uh, channel friends back in Vegas. Yeah, Craig. I mean, we
0: saw that 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 rap video posted previewing what uh, is going to take place. It's going to be fun.
1: really got me excited we get it hype at the channel united conference and expo
2: it gets no better
1: um, you Is that why you were rapping at the beginning? I mean, you just kind of said the lyrics. Oh, you know, no, I mean,
0: I was talking in a structured way, you know. But, <laughs> but no, that was much better rap than what I
1: did. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm well, excited, Craig. It was something. It was something. So yeah, there are a lot of a uh, lot of things already on the agenda. James getting filled up. Uh, things I'm pretty excited about. Uh, what you got?
0: Yeah, just to kind of focus on the things I'm that are most on my my in my vision, um, I've got a few interviews that I'm doing on stage. So I'm doing an interview with Bridgepoint Chief Strategy Officer Scott Kinka. We're basically talking about the future of the technology advisor partner model, and that's going to be fun. And we're talking to ScanSource CEO Mike Bauer, also uh, mm. on stage. A guy that that uh, is is probably at this point on paper the most influential figure. In the the Technology Advisor channel, so I, I'm getting a chance to, I, I'm excited to get, be able to speak to those folks and and talk about this topic that I love so much. And then and then we got the Technology Advisor 101 awards, which I just we've we've now wrapped up that list. Um, that's we'll go to press at some point, but that's very exciting and kind of just looking forward to that community having stuff. Um, so Craig, what what are you thinking about?
1: Well, first of all, i got to say TA101, congratulations on getting that uh, wrapped up. This is the second year for that, right? Isn't that the second year? And we've expanded this to include a a few special awards, kind of similar like we do in the MSP501 every year. So pretty cool stuff.
0: Thanks, Craig. I I mean, I uh, hope hope for it to someday be the behemoth that is the MSP501, but... I am really, I'm just, I'm really happy about the participation we got from the community and peer nominations. And, and uh, I feel like the quality of of that list is, is very quality.
1: Well, if you want to beat the MSP 501, let's, let's just do it next year. Let's do the TA 1001. Mm -hmm. You like it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds amazing, Craig.
1: (laughs) Have fun with that one. Uh, so you asked me, yeah, as long as you're talking about some of the things that you're involved with, uh, I'll talk about the things I'm doing because why don't I make this an egocentric podcast, right? It usually is anyway. Uh, <laughs> I have, uh, some similar assignments there, James, I, I get to pick the brain of George Fisher, SVP of sales at uh, T-Mobile for business. I know he's uh, someone I think you've talked to before kind of treading on your beat a little bit there. I hope you don't mind. It's all so, good my friend it's all good all right he and i are going to have a one-on-one conversation uh similar to what you were talking about in your interviews we got 10 minutes on the keynote stage we're looking forward to hearing his advice for our agent audience in particular and to get uh, you know caught up on uh, what's happening there at the uncarrier are they still call him the uncarrier do they still use that term i'm not sure oh i
0: is. think that's still a thing well so, it definitely
1: yeah. caught on a number of years ago so so there you go and of course, T-Mobile for Business is the title sponsor of our event as well. So pretty cool. Uh, I've got another uh, on stage conversation, James, with Vinod Paul of Align Communications. He just took on a new role there as president of their managed services division. Uh, so just as I was excited to hear what George Fisher has to say to the agents, Vinod's going to have a lot of great advice uh, for his peers in the audience, some of the MSPs out there. And then as far as what we're doing together, uh, you and I have been invited once again to do this uh, version of the podcast on the big theater stage in the Expo Hall. Yeah, we're going to, we've got 15 or 20 minutes, I think, uh, each day right as the Expo Hall opens. So if you're not wanting to stop at like every cool booth on the way into the Expo Hall right when it opens, rush back. We'll wait for you like one or two minutes after the Expo Hall opens. You Know, I, I envision James this being like a, a target on mm-hmm. Black Friday, people just running over each other to get back oh, to yeah. the theater stage to see see you and me. And we'll have a couple guests as well, uh, yet to be determined. Um, so if you could get those guests pretty soon, <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course,
0: Craig, of course, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be uh, uh helter skelter out there. Um, I notice sometimes I wonder if it's As we're in the middle of that expo hall, if it's the introverts that kind of end end up gathering in our little area to kind of hide (laughs) from all the booth attendants, a little bit, a little bit of of different personality types, but uh, for sure, for sure, we consider ourselves a safe haven.
1: Yeah, yeah. What else uh, you got? Uh, We're going to be talking about more in future podcasts, I know, but I know there are a couple other things you wanted to plug.
0: Yeah, so this is our motivational. One of our motivational speakers, Craig. Um, this is David Nor of the Nor Group, and he's going to be on the keynote stage talking about consequences of AI on enterprise relationships. So a the theme that um, I think is is it's very it's specific to something that everybody wants to hear, but I think is going to have a broad reach for the different partners in the audience. David's an expert on business relationships, and he's going to give a talk that's. Has that combination of this, this hot tech topic and uh the relationships that are just so important between the vendors and the and the distributors and the customer-facing partners and the customers that that make up this channel.
1: The convergence of tech and business, all in one keynote. And I believe, James, we talked about it on the last podcast. I believe David's session is the only one in the entire Uh, event that is longer than 20 minutes so we're going to keep that keep that pace going but he needed a little longer because he has some has some great stuff to pass along and you might remember uh, we actually had him on the podcast uh, here back in 2021 so I feel like we're three years ahead of the curve with this podcast
0: I love it Craig early adopters early promoters we blaze a trail where no one else would blaze
1: I'd like to say we made his career, but I have a feeling that's not uh, probably the case. You know, it's
0: it's give and take. It's give and take. <laughs> so, Craig, uh, who we got next? What's the deal? We're doing we're doing some uh, we talked about on stage interviews. We're doing some on cast interviews,
1: on um, cast interviews. Absolutely. We alluded to it earlier. Catherine Rose and Amy Bailey, well known in the consulting and marketing realm uh, here on the channel for many years. Uh, They just started the Channel Marketing Association. Uh, We're going to hear what that's all about. And they're also going to be talking about this uh, salary survey uh, that's out there that we were kind of uh, joking with each other a little bit uh, uh, before earlier, but it's going to provide some really valuable information uh, for our Channel Features audience and, and for the folks who are in the Channel Marketing Association paying close attention to what they're doing. So without further ado, let's check in with Amy and Catherine. All right, James, time for this interview that we promised everyone. It's going to be a good one today. I guarantee it, so no pressure, Amy and Catherine. Here we go. Amy Bailey, founder of Unusually Unusual Consulting. Of course, uh, Amy's been on the channel for a very long time. You know her from uh, Tolaris and some other stops along the way. And then Catherine, who runs Channel Wise. Catherine, we won't say how long you've been doing channel stuff, but I know it's been, it's been a long time, too. So we're, we're really, really happy to have your expertise on the show today.
2: Great. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks so much.
1: So I want to start off by talking a little bit about the Channel Marketing Association, which the two of you uh, founded last year. Want to learn about uh, the motivation for that? uh, What went into that? uh, Why did you do it?
3: Yeah, so, you know, really kind of started with an inspiration from Dalen Wirtz and Michelle Kadlicek. They used to do an event called the Cable Marketing Summit, and they would invite two people from each of the TSDs to get together and share best practices. And the first year that I went, um, for about the first four hours, everybody was very tight lipped and didn't want to share secrets with their competitors. And then we all realized that we're just friends trying to do the same jobs and let's, you know, all help each other. And so by the end of it, it was like, oh, my God, don't try that. I failed miserably at that. Try this instead. Um, And so. So that kind of came to an end when COVID happened and we stopped doing them. And then last year when I started my own business, I said, you know what? I, I miss that. I missed that camaraderie. I missed that, you know, ability to get together and exchange ideas and best practices and get energized, especially when, you know, I started at Tolaris. It was me and three people on the marketing team. You know, I didn't have a lot of people to bounce things off of. And so um, I went to Catherine and said, Hey, I want to do this marketing summit. Can you get some of your channel wise experts to come and help talk and share secrets and give best practices? And so we did sessions on event ROI and on SEO and on AI and on Canva and, you know, all kinds of different things that were really hands-on tactical marketing things. And from there we kind of said, we, we should do this more often and maybe we should make this a regular thing. And so we decided, Hey, let's get together. How many years ago, Catherine, did you, did you actually go and register channel marketing? Association yeah, was like 20,
2: 2013. Yeah. So oh. I, I was, yeah. So I was working, um, you know, I ran, I ran sales for one of the very first through marketing uh, through channel marketing platforms and I, all of the channel marketing execs were my clients. And every single time I would see them at an event, or I'd go visit them to talk about the performance of their um, their, their through partner marketing platform, and with their partners, they would always say, "What are best practices?" And I was like, "What you guys don't talk to each other?" And then I realized, even you know, through Amy and all the years that I've been in channel, when we're at events, we don't have time to talk to each other, right, about what's going on in marketing. We're too busy trying to talk to our own partners, get our own partners. So um you know and the other thing we we talked about too is like you can't you can't graduate with a degree in channel. So How is it that we can, um, how can we support those? There's a lot of sales help out there. There's a lot of marketing, like tactical things, but asking someone else to market and sell your stuff is a nuance, it's a huge nuance. So we wanted to be that safe space for folks to be able to come and share best practices. And there's so many tools and all those kinds of things. So yeah, so that's that's what we decided. It wasn't because we needed anything else to do. (laughs) So we're quite busy, but we just really felt like, it was a really good way for um, all of us to be able to come together and, and work together toward that common goal, up-leveling channel, um, consistently delivering for partners. Like that's really where we wanted to be. Yeah,
0: I love I love that background, Amy. I Amy, I know you'd shared about the uh, the cable marketing summit with Daylin before. And that was a cool story. And it is it is it's nice to see like over the years, people people in the channel, they they develop relationships and everyone is we're ultimately from the vendor side. We're all trying to, um, you know, grow that market share so we can continue to be more influential within those companies. And so we all have that uh, incentive to like build a rising tide together. So I love that. Um, anything you'd want to say about, you know, what you want to accomplish with this, um, membership drive this year? What, what is kind of the, the pitch to members?
3: Well, I think it's really about, you know, again, having that place to come and share and ask a question and get lots of really smart minds that are all doing the same job to answer that question. So, you know, if you go to like an American Marketing Association, they don't give you that channel expertise. And there really wasn't a place to go and say, hey, I have this problem with my, you know, adoption of my three-channel marketing, you know, platform into my partners. What are you doing to get partners to, to log in and actually send campaigns? Or what are you doing to get partners to co-brand things with you? Or, you know, any of those questions that people have. Hey, I need a platform where I can keep track of all the the programs that I'm using what do I use? And we have answers for all of that. And so we just want to be able to throw it out there and say, Hey, here's, here's some spaces. And so we've, we've created the platform on mighty networks. So it's a real community. It's not just a Slack channel where stuff is just getting thrown in there and not organized. It's all organized in, you know, topics and threads, and people can go in and ask questions about, you know, a, a consultant or about a problem they have, or they can, you know, there's a, there's a consultant's corner where we're inviting consultants to come in and, and, you know, talk to each other, but also share with the, with the community. Hey, I saw another one of my clients do this. Have you tried that? And so it's yeah. just really about, you know, organizing it and letting them have a place to come and get quick answers and get new ideas.
2: And, and I think the other thing I wanted to mention too, is that we're really a boutique organization. We're not trying to appeal to the masses, right? Yeah. We're not, you know, we, we want, we know exactly what we want to help and how we want to help them. And we're all about, um, you know, I think one of the things we always say is like, we're about help, not hype. So it's like, at the end of the day, you know, we don't, we don't call, we don't care what you call yourself. We don't care about your title. We don't care about that kind of stuff. We care about how we can help you help your organization, help your partners. Um, You know, Amy was mentioning some of the tactical things. It's like, you know, know your leads don't suck. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like how can we, you know, how do we do lead attribution? Like all these kinds of things that are very nuanced to channel marketing um, and that motion. And sometimes channel marketing folks do have purview over like the CAMs and the PAMs and, you know, and they, and they have a number. So it's like, how do you reconcile all of that and work through these different um, stakeholders within your organization? So it's really, a, as I mentioned, a boutique society and we're very, um, you know, hyper-focused on the market that we want to serve.
1: James, these guys sound so organized. It made me think of our SharePoint files here at Channel Futures. Definitely <laughs> not, definitely not organized in <laughs> such a manner. Maybe we That's could, Amy. we could use your help.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, <laughs> oh.
1: I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about this new uh, salary survey you guys have out in the market. Uh, what, what kinds of data are you trying to gather? Uh, what do you plan to do with it?
2: I think the thing that we really wanted to do is, is again, how can we, how can we impact the folks that we're trying to, to, to work with and trying to help? And, you know, there really isn't. I mean, you can go to salary.com dot and you can type in certain things, but, you know, a senior channel manager in a telco versus someone maybe in the IT side versus somebody, you know, selling to MSPs or in a bigger organization, it's not all going to make you know that's not all going to equate and I think it was California who adopted this where you have to every time you do a um a job posting you have to put a range and I don't know if you guys have seen this but like I we thought somebody posted one the other day that was like it was like fifty thousand to like two hundred fifty thousand <laughs> 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 they didn't say you had to give like a fifty thousand dollar range you know yeah so it's like, what can you actually expect? And I think one of the things that Amy and I are so passionate about is, it's helping folks that are coming into the channel too. You know, there's so many new um, people that are coming in. I had a call with someone on the Channel Wise platform a couple of weeks ago where she was, a, she was brought into a cybersecurity company in a, in a, in a marketing role. They had a board meeting and literally 24 hours later, they came to her and said, now you're channel marketing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what, what does that even mean? <laughs> right? So, she doesn't know what to expect. And then there's differences between if you're a regional role or a global role. And so I think we wanted to ten- kind of aggregate all this data, give people these benchmarks, um, and try to figure out like, how can that be helpful to everyone? So it's not just channel marketing we're doing the salary about, we're doing the survey about like all, you know pretty much anything to do with channel roles.
3: Yeah, we asked engineers, we ask for sales, we kind of ask for a little bit of everything. But, you know, really, yeah. it's about, am I being compensated fairly? And so what does that look like? Um, in terms of, you know, do I have equity in my company? You know, am I being paid fairly, like mm-hmm. all of the different things that make that up, we just wanted to make sure that people were able to, you know, go out and say, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Or hey, on my next my next, you know, conversation with my manager, maybe I need to ask and say, hey, I have this da- data information that I've got and it looks like I'm really underpaid or, hey, I'm overpaid. Maybe I shouldn't say anything and I shouldn't think <laughs> about leaving. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of the
2: sides of that, right? Well, in the last channel, uh, the Leadership Summit, Amy and I did a a session on negotiation. That was really that was really well received. And um, thank you for for inviting us to do that. And, and and part of the salary survey, people were saying to me, "Well, I want to ask for a raise, but I don't even know what to ask for." So this yeah. can really help them, you know, kind of benchmark that.
0: I love it. I, I you're right, Catherine. There is there are, there is a flood of people entering this industry. There's so much talent, and the more information they can be armed with about the best place to do what they're good at in this in this cool. Little yet growing industry. <laughs> uh, that would be wonderful, and 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 if that can bring some more, um, you know, accountability, or just just raise raise the standards that uh, these companies have, I think that would be yeah. really good. And I have no clue what the numbers are going to say. Also, no,
3: we don't yeah. either. So right. we're excited.
2: Yeah, we're excited. I mean, we we've got we we've got hundreds of people to fill out the survey, which is, from what we understand, the big it's a big deal. We're really excited about that. But we definitely, we want to create, we, as Amy mentioned, that because we're we're kind of going across the spectrum, we want to aggregate as much data. So yes, we would love more and more people to fill it out because it's it's going to really, really help folks.
1: So what we're going to do is we're going to put a little, little link on the screen. It's right there. You can't see it right now, but it will be there, I promise, <laughs> uh, for people to fill out the survey. Now, talk about when you're planning to close the survey. And I know you have a, a webinar that you're going to do to give out some of those results, talk about that.
3: Yeah, so that'll be our February webinar. We haven't set a date yet. We want to make sure that we have, you know, people have a chance after this podcast to, to get on there and do it. But hurry, do it now. Don't put it off because you won't get answered, you know, we'll get to answer it if we close it. So, um, But look, looking at the middle of February to do that readout. So, uh, And we'll need a couple of weeks to uh, organize the data. So definitely by the end of the month, we will close it, if not, maybe a little bit sooner. So you've got a little more time.
1: Very cool. And we're looking forward to publishing some of those results on channel features as well. Yeah. So that'll be, a, that'll be a good deal. It'll be nice. Um
0: wonder if you could dish out some some channel marketing uh, advice to us. So I'm wondering if either of you have one topic top of mind that every channel marketer needs to be thinking about this year. Is there any any trend come to mind for you that channel marketers should be thinking about?
2: I think the big thing is to do more with less. You know what I mean? I think that, you know, unfortunately the trend is to, I talked to another former client of mine and they're like, yeah, he, he said that they just, got rid of all their field marketing people. So now their partner marketing people where they had that separation. Now all the partner marketing people are doing field marketing. So what do we do? Right? And so a channel wise, we offer services to help, you know, enable partners. I think um, AI, obviously, Amy, you're very involved with the AI piece of it. So um, yeah, I mean, those are the types of things that we know are on the top of every channel marketers mind today.
3: You know, I agree. Like, AI, I think, is huge, and it really is allowing me to do so much more with less. You know, I'm able to go and, and you know, write content and, and just get ideas, right? I'm not saying that you should go into AI and, and put in your topic and then publish it, right? You know, AI gets it's you know. to 80%, and then you can do the last 20% and make it your own. Um, and the more you work with AI, the more it will sound like you. The more you, you know, I have a tendency now to put um, the content that I'm asking AI for, you know, try it again, try it again. And then I'll go into Grammarly and I'll rewrite it. And then I'll say, this is what I ended up with. Please remember this for next time. And so then she, I've made it to her, she <laughs> will be like, oh, thanks so much for letting me know. And that trains her to be more like me, like what I'm, what I'm wanting her to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really interesting. I think the other thing that's really huge for a lot of people in channel marketing is budgets and ROI. And people are, are, you know, given less budget. They have to go out there and they have to figure out what events they should be doing or what marketing campaigns they should be doing and how do they get ROI. And so for me, a really big thing is, is, you know, scoring your events and making sure that you are then coming back with a number. This event was a 3.4 for us out of a scale of five. And we want to make sure that every event we go to is a five. So how do we find more five events and how do we do less one events, right? And so, you know, you can come up with whatever criteria you want. At the um, summit that we did last year for Unusually Unusual, we actually had a class on the scoring and what to do and how to how to do that scoring. I did put it in for a, a class at Channel Partners, but we didn't get selected, but maybe next time. Um, but, you know, going knowing what your score is and how to do that will actually allow you to replicate more of the better events and then go back and say, you know, when when people are asking for budget, you know what, your event was only a 2.3 for us. And yeah. we found some events that were 4.3s were to do more of those. So maybe you should figure out what those people are doing to give us better ROI. Because yeah. I think that it's just going to come down to budgets are going to continue to get cut.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and, and, and to like give a little bit of a plug for the Channel Marketing Association again too, you know, not only the summit um, that Amy was talking about, but we have found one of the best trainers um, for channel marketers in AI was a former client of mine that's from Citrix who then went on to be a CMO. And then she trained Google um, employees across the globe on AI tools. She's the trainer for the Channel Marketing Association. So, you know, we have some certification classes coming up. So we have a lot of really good stuff that are that hopefully will help, um, you know, our our fellow channel marketers um, thrive this year.
3: Yeah, one oh, of the was, coolest things that she told us about in our last webinar was a site that you can go on to and you can put your LinkedIn post into it and you can ask it to score your LinkedIn post for how well it will think it will perform. And then uh, you can say, rewrite it for me, and it will say, Well, your score was a 56, but this got it to a 78. And you can ask her to keep doing it and you can get your score up to like a 96. I mean, what I don't know exactly what that scale means, but she's saying that you know you want your score to be over 80 and somewhere in the 90s to have the most, you know, click um, throughs for your for your posts. So there are there are tools out there that you may not even be aware of. Um, she was telling us about a great site called there's an AI for that. And you can go in and, and type in there's an AI for that.com. And you can type in what you want to do. And it'll give you AI tools that will do it. Now, some, some of them are free, some of them are paid. But if you could cut hours out of your day or week or month, by using some really cool tools, like that's what we want to help you figure out. Yeah.
1: Very cool. Very cool. All I can say, Amy, is if this session that you uh, were trying to get at at Channel Partners was not selected, that just goes to show how much competition there is for those. uh, I agree. Excellent
2: job, Craig. There you go. Well played. (laughs) Well played. I'm
1: sure we will see you guys all over the event. doing your thing. Uh yes. that's Well for we're sure.
2: we're doing a coaching cafe there so we're we're really excited about that. We we rolled them out last year. Um Amy helped us plan the event and um yeah, so we we're offering the one-on-one coaching again um at the Channel Futures uh the Channel Partners Expo and we're really really excited about it. Um we we both love that event. Um been there many many years and so we're really excited about bringing all of these things and the Channel Marketing Association um to the event. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Awesome. All right. One more question for you. Just sort of a general marketing question. I think I've asked both of you this before, but I always love the answer to this because it can change over time. But what we asked you about to what everyone should have top of mind marketing wise this year. But what's maybe the biggest mistake that somebody can make this year? Is it AI related, Amy? Is it something else? What do you think?
3: That's a good one. I mean, certainly, you know, putting your head in the sand and thinking that AI, you know, is either a fad or is scary or is not for you is a huge mistake. So I think that that's probably the biggest one. Um, I think that the other one is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I think you have to change it up. You have to, you have to get creative. Um, you know, the, the days of, you know, we're going to buy you a pair of cowboy boots. If you come to our event are over partners, (laughs) have enough cowboy boots, you know, COVID really changed partners. It changed what they will be willing to give up family time for. And I think that you have to really be offering something that's unique and different and valuable to their business. And that is really what's going to change. Yeah.
2: And I, mm-hmm. and I would um, say in terms of the AI, I think a big mistake is assuming that it's going to take, you know, on a life of its own, as Amy said, like if I say, you know, anything that says unleashed, unlocked, you know, revolutionary, I know someone used ChatGPT to write it, right? So I think there's going to be that healthy skepticism as we go forward too with, you know, is this, was this written by AI, you know? And, and so you, you can't replace everything with it and just think it's just going to do it for you. I think that's that's one, and then two, know i'm speaking to all those people who are budget holders out there um you know the the boards of directors pe firms or whatever it's like you've got to give these marketers the money they need to make their channel successful it can't you can't give them you can't keep cutting their marketing budget and assuming that they're going to deliver the results that you want um, for your, for your shareholders or for your investors. So, you know, it, it's a very important thing. It's a very important topic right now on the channel. You know, you cut all the field marketing people. What are those people going to do? How are those partners going to get supported? So it's going to eventually show up in the numbers. So it's a, I think it's a really important topic.
1: It is interesting. It's also, you mentioned a couple of those words. I've, I've seen those words in a fair amount of, uh, PR. So I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering now if, uh, how much of that is is AI generated these days,
2: Katherine,
3: <laughs> What's your favorite word? Delve. delve. I have not seen the
2: word delve in so many times and so many posts. I think in my entire life. So when was the last you time
3: you delved, delved, delved? Yeah. Craig? Do you, do you delve, delve in
1: into something? See, that's a weird. I would weirdly Uh-oh. use because yeah. I'm weird. I'm weird like you that. like big. We
0: both like big words. We
2: delve every <laughs> single post. That's the yeah. thing. That's not everything all you, the you, time you're a journalist now. like amy and i are writers like we you know we we'll, we would we would use <laughs> that word yeah. but i haven't you know i've written nine books i don't know if i've ever used mm-hmm. the word once
3: <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean
2: so like you know i think those are the those are like the little keys that eventually people will get you know kind of there's going to be some fatigue there or whatever so you know it, it's it's it, there still has to be some human element you know to the to the writing that's good for you guys right
1: Especially, well, I'm, I'm looking at James's work here going forward. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm skeptical now. I don't know if you knew
0: this, but everything I said today was uh,
1: <laughs> AI. AI generated.
3: There you go, I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Amy and Catherine, thanks so much for your time today. Uh, good luck with the Channel Marketing Association and with his salary survey. Again, I, I'm looking forward to it. and I know James is looking forward to seeing some of these results, uh, see what they look like and get them broken down. And, and, uh, and I know our audience and, and your audience will be very interested.
3: Sounds good. Thank you. We'll see you in Vegas.
1: All right, James. Enjoy that conversation with Amy and Catherine. Excited to see those results. They'll be coming out soon. Still, as we mentioned, an opportunity to get in there and take the survey. I know they're looking for more people. Already have a pretty good number, but uh, they could always use more.
0: Yeah, the more more people we get, the more we can uh, be able to help other people find their way through this this space. Craig,
1: very deep, very
0: well put, though. Thanks, Craig hey so game game related right is this is today like a trip to the game lab it's been
1: it is it is so i i got inspired by all of our talks you know any any good podcast as a as a theme running through it and it's been uh, that's why we don't have themes running through many of our podcasts <laughs> <laughs> but uh i got on the i got on the uh, survey track here and i was like oh you know we did the little kind of sketch thing at the beginning we've got the salary survey we were talking with amy and Catherine about so why not go into the game lab and i'm actually gonna usually when i pull up these games i make them impossible for you to perform well at or (laughs) if we are both playing i make it it's incredibly difficult for you to beat me and it's just because of the way i've structured the game but I think I think I've got something here that, that that's that's uh, that's got some fairness uh, associated with it, uh, and what that is is uh, we're going to play Family Feud. Yeah, we're going to play Family Feud, and what we're going to do here is uh, I have a series of twelve questions where they have gone out and surveyed people, unless they totally made it up. I have no idea. I just pulled this off the web somewhere, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you the question. And I'm also going to take part. We're going to go back and forth as to as far as who gets to go first. Okay. And whoever gets the one higher on the board Uh uh, for that particular question—well, you've seen the show—will win that specific board. And so when we get all done, we'll see who's got the most wins out of twelve. All right. That sound. You like this? All right. Okay. Let's do it. I got. I got to pull this keyboard over here so I can type in these answers. And I have not cheated, just so you know. I have not gone through and, and looked for all the number oh, one answers. You're good, not, Craig. You're you have know, high integrity. And the thing about this game is that we got to get through it. Uh, there is a time limit. we got to get through it in six minutes. So there can't be a lot of James hemming and hawing for two minutes at a time with this answer. You, you just got to knock it out. Okay. You hear me? I don't and get I mean, to show
0: my work. I like showing my work.
1: But... No, no. Okay. You, you can't be one of us. I, I hated showing my work uh, in school. Because then, I mean, I might get the right answer, but then I'd have to show my work. I never really yeah. understood that. Classic it's like the answer is mm-hmm. the answer.
0: Sounds like a classic broadcast journalist uh, mentality to me. But it was—it
1: was a classic something mentality. But uh, okay, are you ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Name something associated with Las Vegas. Gambling. Okay. Number one answer very cool. good all right you've, you've that got that wasn't fair one. to
0: you man that wasn't fair to you no no
1: i i get the first shot in the next one okay. so uh, okay. okay here we go okay so for me the question is name an animal likely to pour, perform tricks i'm gonna say dog dog is the number one answer maybe mm. this is going by quickly okay oh, we, we each oh, got one oh, all right you're okay. up next name all a right. character who found love and lived happily ever after. Mm. Wow. Could be a little harder here.
0: You, um, uh, uh, oh my god, Pride and Prejudice Lady. Uh, 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 Lizzie, Lizzie Bennett, Jane, Lizzie, Lizzie Bennett.
1: Lizzie Bennett no that is uh that is eh, that is not i however am gonna go with snow white okay that was the number two answer okay i think i
0: i have my guess now
1: okay what, what have you got here cinderella cinderella very good yes unfortunately you're too late and i win that point so i'm oh two- we
0: both only get one guess
1: No. Oh, yes only one guess oh uh, we've only got six stupid. minutes the clock's already down to four and a half we're getting moving. Oh. okay i'm up first on this one name a way to save money on groceries i'm going with coupons the number one answer
0: my man all right crushed it we're,
1: we're, we're, we're all right you're up name yep. something overpriced that people buy every day uh uh uh, uh uh gas. Oh gas is the number one answer. It right is? On. It is. I'm ah. just curious. I would have said coffee. That was the number two answer. I, I buy gas today. I don't know about you. I don't buy gas every day, but maybe they just mean people. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Uh this one is for me. And it's three to two now. I'm up three to two.
3: Yeah.
1: This one is for me. Name something that might be lying on teenagers lore I'm going to go with clothes, and that is the number one answer. Nice job, Craig. All right, all right. So we're we're afforded two. Yeah. You are up with this one. Why yeah. a person might use the stairs instead of the elevator? Uh,
0: uh, afraid. Uh, emergency.
1: Let's see. Oh, that is number two. Fire is what it put, but except emergency, I'm going to jump in here. I would have technically probably said fire, but I'm going to jump in with exercise. Oh, number one answer! Amazing, oh, Craig! Amazing! You. All right, what are we at? What are we at now? We have five to five two. To two. About five to two. five to two. I said I would hadn't rigged this competition, but I, I really thought. Anyway, well, okay. it's your it's
0: your incisive knowledge of the hive mind that we all have you know probably
1: it was probably my obsession with game shows as a kid okay <laughs> this one's for me name something that people wear that only comes in one size hmm i can't think of one very right, i'll say um this isn't good but i'll say a coat no not even on there what you got? All you got to do to beat me on this one is get one of the top five answers. That's
0: amazing that I am this way. Um, hat.
1: Oh, that should be good. Number one answer. Very well done. Thanks, man. Very well I, done. I mean,
0: I don't think I don't agree with their assertion. I think cats hey. come in different sizes. but The
1: key is just getting what's said here. So that's good. Okay. You're Eight. up first here. You're down by two. Name okay. a food that can be chocolate covered. Pretzel. Ooh. It was way down the list. Survey wow. said it was six. I'm gonna go with strawberries. Yeah, I mean that's a great that's a great number that's a number one, one. answer. Number one. All right, I've surged into the lead at six to three. We have a minute and twenty on the clock. we will got to wrap mm-hmm. these. Okay, this yeah. one is for me. Name an occupation. In which it's important to look tough. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a bouncer. Number I'm gonna one. say no. Oh, I was gonna say policeman. That's good stuff, dude. Well please. Let's see what that would have been. That would have been number two. Okay. Yep. You're doing all right. Okay, this one is for you. I have I have I've got an insurmountable lead. I'm a, I'm afraid to say it's seven to three, but let's get you in here. Yeah, you're
0: right. Name you're something
1: right. people think happens to them after they die. Uh Heaven. Number one answer. Oh. Right oh yeah. All right. Here's our Optimist. last one. Our last one. Name of profession. This one's for me. A profession where you might be bitten by a dog. Well, I've got two here. I'm gonna go with dog catcher.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say like uh drug trafficker
1: oh dog catcher's number two so i was thinking, number one is probably what else i was thinking what were you thinking i was
0: making a joke of like a drug trafficker
1: drug trafficker well what do you think about a mailman i kind of feel that's gonna oh yes good one one. excellent that was a good time that was a good yeah it was
0: fun i mean you you were very impressive craig
1: you got me good i appreciate you saying that what can I say? It's it's the game show game <laughs> show obsession from when when I was a kid. So I'm sure the next game you you'll come up with the next one. You you'll probably get me, but that was fun. Got to uh, yeah. had that survey theme uh, survey theme. Maybe we yeah, do. I, time. I
0: love you. Uh, st- you stuck with a the theme, Craig. You followed it to its very logical conclusion. You you let us all this way. You did not let us down. So good job. Bob. I appreciate that, man.
1: I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right. If you'd like to check out the archive of Coffee with Craig and James, you can do so by going just about anywhere you get your podcast for the audio. You can also see us on video, which maybe you're doing right now on Vimeo.com. You can see both the video and the hear the audio on where, James?
0: Our flagship news site.
1: ChannelFutures.com. Thanks so much for joining us again today, and we will catch you again Really soon.
0: And may you find the answers to your life survey.